0: Lock Talk Radio. Ah, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. It's the November 2011 edition of our monthly show in which you're the star, you're the person who makes the show. You call in, you read your poem. Billions of people all over the world listening hear it, and it's a beautiful thing. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm the MC of the show, the guy behind the Poetry Superhighway, and the guy behind the microphone right now. It's good to have you listening. And I invite you to call in. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. We'll be here for an hour taking your calls listening to your poetry and asking you questions about what's going on in poetry in your world. So it's been a couple months since we've done this. Last month, that is since we've done just the open reading. Last month we had the winner's announcement of the 14th Annual Poetry Superhighway Contest. Congratulations to everyone who entered and all of that. You can see the winning entries uh, by going to Poetry Superhighway and clicking on the 2011 contest button, this was the. It was a very cool show. If you have the chance to go back and listen to it, uh, several of the people who were in the top ten scoring positions were listening and were able to call in and share their poems. And for the first time ever, the winner of the contest was actually listening and uh, was able to call in and share her winning poems. So uh, check it out. Again, all of the past shows are, are uh, archived on Poetry Superhighway Live. You can listen to them by clicking on PSH Live from the main Poetry Superhighway menu. You can go to blogtalkradio.com PSH to see them all. And, of course, you can uh, podcast them. you can subscribe to these uh, by clicking on the appropriate buttons on the uh, Blog Talk Radio page. So that you'll never miss one of these shows in case you miss one live. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast version, you can't actually call in because you're listening to something that happened in the past. Uh, maybe you have some kind of special technology which still enables you to do it. I don't know. But uh, at any rate, uh, uh, if it is indeed Sunday, November eleventh, two 2011, and if it is shortly after 2 o'clock, p.m. Pacific Time, then this is indeed a live broadcast that you are listening to. I have no way of proving that this is live right now. You just have to trust me. All right, so what else is going on? Not much. Uh, So call in 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 513 area code HELLO. Anybody there in the 513 area code? 513. Not there? All right. Moving on. How about the uh, 973 area code? Hello. How
1: are you doing, Rick? Dag Nabbit.
0: (laughs) Dag Nabbit, indeed.
1: Dag Nabbit, Rick. Thank you for plugging my book. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: My pleasure, David. I uh, uh, It was a mistake, really. I didn't realize it was your book, but then it was too late uh, by the time it, it, was, it was up and out. Uh, this is David uh, Navisasi calling from uh, the lush, rolling hills of Newark, New Jersey. Who's Radioactive
2: um, Hills, if you please.
0: Yes, I do please. Um, who has a book out which you can pick up on Amazon. It's called Tales of an Unclean Life. Uh, David, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a regular here on Poetry Superhighway, and um, and you were a featured poet on uh, Poet of the Week uh, once, at least, on, uh, on uh, Poetry Superhighway, and all uh, past featured poets are eligible to have their book included in the Poetry Superhighway bookstore. So your book is the current feature this week, I believe, Tales of an Unclean Life.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Yes, it is. I have to go Welcome. check again. I I, I didn't uh, catch my emails lately because I'm in the hospital. So, um, you know, I, I uh, haven't caught the latest, um, your latest email. But I will. I, I It was last week. If it's this week, that would be fantastic.
0: Well, I typically uh, have books. I, I change out the book every other week. So if last oh, week was okay. the first week, then... Uh, then it would be uh, it would be there it would still be there I mean it's it's always up online but I'm mean, in terms of when it goes out in the email uh, it's usually for two weeks straight but uh, congratulations on that book David I'm sorry to hear you're still in the hospital but but just glad they allow poetry call-ins uh, uh, at whatever wherever you're staying
1: Well you you gotta understand I'm underneath the bed while I do this <laughs> I'm in hiding Just kidding. Just Any kidding. Anyway, under the bed. <laughs> anyway, uh very quickly, I wanted to read a piece I written years ago, and I'm reading from my book. It's on page 171 of my book. It's called Unicycle, and it's a bu- It's a piece about poetic inspiration, about a po- about poetry itself and poetic inspiration and in its lyric. It goes like this. A poet's words are in fact his thoughts upon a wheel, being balanced though so gently with what he'll see and feel. The singer sings the song until the last note has been sung, but the poet knows too well that the poem is never done. His work is not complete as he is yet to learn instead that the more he puts on paper, The more has been left unsaid, circling round about his miseries, yet adjacent to his dreams. He'll never catch the center of his heart, or so it seems. Inspiration at a standstill, the words have gotten stuck. He'll pass through both extremes for the balance to be struck. And should he be successful, the work might be replete with yearning hope and misery, but never to be complete. He may seek to hug the moon or live to grab the sun, and this may come to pass before the poem is ever done. The perfect verse he's finally captured, only to find instead that the finest poem he'll ever write is the one that can't be read.
0: Wow, David, uh, I'm just I'm kind of stuck on hugging the moon. Um, uh, it seems to me that would be uh, take a lot of effort and be very expensive to make that well,
1: happen. Well, well, that's the way it is sometimes when you're when, when you're when you're drinking cheap wine and snorting detergent. <laughs> you come <laughs> up with those kinds of metaphors.
0: I can appreciate the cheap wine. I, I I think you should stray away from the detergent if at all possible.
1: Or, or when you're or, or or when you're drinking drinks that are not for pussies. <laughs>
3: too much,
1: too much drinking for pussies.
2: Let, let it go, David. Please.
1: <laughs> you're the best, Rick. Anyway, I wanted to quote from uh, from the late President Reagan. Um. Who, who the, the following quote, Mister Gorbachev, tickle my balls. I mean, tear down this wall. Well, David, oh,
0: well. thank you for thank you for ensuring that uh, no one will be listening to this show for the rest I, of the day. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, you've, you've kind of set the tone, which I think no one will be interested in.
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I
0: think propagating. But, but well, we'll cool. See. Thank
1: I'll, I'll listen to silence then.
0: Okay. Well, thank that, you that so new... much. Thank you, thank David. You I hope so you get much, out of the Rick. hospital soon. Thanks for calling in. Take it easy.
1: Okay, brother. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. That was uh, David Neves calling from uh, the lush, rolling, radioactive hills of uh, Newark, New Jersey. Or a uh, uh, repeat and often repeat regular caller here on Poet's Super Highway Live. Good to have him. He has he has a book out, as mentioned, called Tales of an Unclean Life, which you can find uh, in the Poacher Super Highway Bookstore. Uh, some info uh, about it, and you can see some of his work uh, uh, online uh, there as well. So thanks for calling in, David. Uh, moving on, our next caller is from the three one zero area code. Hello, three one zero. Hello. Hi.
4: Hi, Rick. It's Marie Lefebvre. How are you?
0: I'm good, Marie. How are you?
4: I'm good. Well, wow, that was quick. Excuse <laughs> there's a we, long line of other better poets ahead of me. No.
0: Well, we don't do it by quality.
4: Oh, okay. Well <laughs> it's okay.
0: really just the order that you called. Um uh but I'm I'm quite confident that, that that uh that you're at least as good as everyone else uh who uh is uh is waiting on hold.
4: I'm trying actually called to, because I like your reading, of course, and also I wanted to do a plug if I could. Tonight I'm going to be at the homeroom over in Echo Park doing a reading with Scott Kestner and friends, and you can find it on Facebook. Um, but I had a piece I wanted to read if I could. It's a short piece for tonight, if anyone's interested. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. This is, is called Man- Mass Transit Oedipus, and if one of the three fans that, like my work, including you, know that I write a lot about writing the MTA. So this is a piece about that. Cool. While reading, okay. While reading the Santa Monica Daily Press over coffee and a steak burrito, I wondered if a lead story about a John Doe found dead on the beach is the same weirdo who sat next to me on the MTA 333 bus yesterday, the one who renounced God the Father. He said that his mother was God, that the sea was his mother, and that a mother wouldn't hurt her child. He revealed that he'd just been released from jail and that he was going to visit his mother to tell her how much he loved her. He asked me where he could buy some daffodils. His bloodshot eyes holding tank aroma and spastic hand gestures inspired my silence. As he got up from his seat, the last thing he told me was that he didn't believe in my God or his person's God or this person's God or anyone else's, just Mother, whom he loved. And that's for my new book, Bitch S, which I will be reading selections from this evening.
0: What's the name of the book?
4: Bitch S. It, it the word bitch and an S. It's
2: oh, an the
4: urban dictionary, and it's a whole it's a new collection of short stories I have that all kind of revolves around that theme. And since when since bitch, of course, is a female has a female connotation, putting the S, the E S S, makes it both male and female because well, you don't have to be a girl to be a bitch-ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not in my experience.
4: Yeah, mine neither. So, thank you for um, letting me do
0: that. No problem. Marie, when is, is your new book out now, or is it uh, or coming out? Or
4: Yeah, no, it's out. It's been out for about two months. I haven't had a lot of time to plug it. It's uh, available on Amazon. Uh, you can buy a Kindle copy for three uh 99 through Smash Smashwords. And you can buy a Kindle copy and a print copy. You can get the print copy for ten bucks. You can get the also the Kindle version on Amazon for two ninety nine. And there's I think twenty two stories there. And the cover artwork is done by Cindy Weinstein. I think you might be familiar with her. Actually I think I the think so. artwork what makes the book, but that's just me. So well,
0: what's, it, what's for Smashwords?
4: Smashwords is an ebook. Uh, a- distribution site where you can buy books in ebook form and my book's there it's listed as it's listed as adult content, but there's nothing x-rated in there. I think it's the cover that maybe might throwing be throwing it in there <laughs> but you can buy uh all kinds there's thousands of books there's poetry there's fiction there's conspiracy theory i mean you name it they've got it
0: um you know and I get a lot that- of I get a lot of questions from people who are, you know, uh, you know, wondering about electronic publishing and, and that kind of thing. Is is that is is this a place that you can go to electronically publish your work and then they distribute it to places like the I don't know the i iTunes bookstore and and Amazon uh, Kindle or?
4: Well, actually, they they carry all kinds of different formats, and you can. I don't, yeah, you can publish on, so I'm looking at the website right now, you can actually publish on Smashwords, so you can have them distribute your book, and I've actually sold more copies electronically of, of the chest than I have in, uh, in physical in form, in print, I mean, I think they'll coexist for a while, but the, I know there's always going to be a need for print books, but eventually e-books will take over, because they'll probably make paper illegal. <laughs> In which case I have a whole lot of books here which will make me a convicted felon by the year twenty thirty. <laughs> yeah, it's snatchwords.com. And they have you get ebooks e- in different formats. So if you have an e reader or a Kindle or an iPad or whatever, they have it all covered.
0: So but I, I guess the question I, I had was so that's that's very cool. So you can go to them and 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 they they will release your book in, in the correct format um on their site. But do they also put it Put it up on 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 uh, on Amazon, uh, the Kindle bookstore and the iTunes yeah. bookstore. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they actually distribute it that yeah. way too. They oh, that's do. That's cool. I'm
4: looking at it. It says it's a distributor for Apple iPad, Barnes and Noble, so Sony, Tobo, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So that's cool. I'm definitely going to check it out because I, you know, in in uh, I'm just on the verge of, of of taking my books and 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 uh, read uh configurating them to electronic form and um you know I, I I was looking directly at Amazon and directly at iTunes and they both require kind of separate submission you know uh methods and, and formats and stuff like that. But if there's one place that uh that, that can take it once and then put it in the right format for all the places, that that's pretty cool.
4: Yeah Smashwords has a lot, has a high traffic has a they're a high traffic website, so you'll get a lot of exposure there. But yeah, if you, get, if you get your books on an e format, then more people can get them. And I'll definitely get them. I'm getting my Kindle next week, so I'll definitely download them all. And I have quite quite a few here already. <laughs>
0: so. Well, I'm still gonna print them because I I uh, you know I I like the paper at the moment, and it's nice to have a physical product to bring to readings and things like that. Um, you know, to take advantage of the you know the the spontaneous uh, sales on site, but.
4: How many people are you seeing read books off of e reader now? Because I'm seeing that more and more at poetry readings. It's kind of disturbing.
0: <laughs> I see a lot of people at poetry readings reading their work, you know, off of iPads and off of their iPhones and, and you know, things like that. So they're reading from an electronic format. I don't know if they're reading from an e book or if they're just reading from like a, a notes application where they where they have their poetry or something like that. But it's it's clearly you know, uh, the, the, it's definitely not unusual to see someone reading something not off a page, you know.
4: Well, that's true. I'd still rather see someone read out of a notebook, though. That's just neat.
0: There's a certain uh, classic romantic uh, ambiance to that.
4: Very true. Anyway, Rick, thank you very much. And I look forward to hearing the rest of the readers.
0: Thanks for calling in, Marie. Congrats on the new book, and good luck tonight at the reading. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, that was uh, Marie Le Crevin calling from here in Southern California. She's got a reading tonight. Uh, you can find the event, uh, look her up on Facebook, and uh, a new book of short stories out available in print on Amazon as well as electronically through Smashwords, which I'm going to check out uh, as soon as we're done with the show. Um, so, all right, moving on. If you'd like to call in, and I hope you do, the number is area code 646 Seven one six seven three six two you can also check out the chat room if you if you click on the chat room link if you're if you're listening to this uh at the blog talk radio website and a number of people are in are in there and sometimes during the show people will comment on each other's poems and you can post links in there and that kind of thing so uh definitely another avenue for for you to uh participate and uh moving on right now, we are going to a caller from five one three are you back? Anyone Romeo there from the five one three area code? Can you hear me? I can hear you.
2: Uh, how you doing this evening?
0: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
2: I'm maintaining.
0: Where? What's your name, and where are you calling from?
2: Uh, this is Romeo Dinatti, coming out of Ohio.
0: Ohio. Where in Ohio? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the show, Romeo. Good to have you on.
2: Thank you i enjoying the show. I enjoy the-
0: cool. Well, then I, I must be doing something right. <laughs> um. Uh, so, so what do you got for us?
2: I got a piece titled, The Way You Make Me Feel. Let's hear it. I ask that you lend me your ear so I can touch your mind, feel your heart, and answer to your soul with my thoughts. Time and time again, I'm anticipating when I can be with you. When I can look at your smile and see the truth that I knew we were the two. There's never more than a second that I don't think about you. Only for a moment would I not want to be with you. And that's only because I'm thinking about the moment I can be with you I feel you smiling Because I'm doing the same Thinking I can turn your smile into screaming my name In your dreams When dreaming of the day after forever We are we You and I together in the end is the future I see I want to be your station Sorry, show you of my reality. No need for you to say you'll be with me. i watch why he showed me. Ooh, we. It's how you have me. You'll be begging for more when you have me. So have a seat while I caress your feet. But first, I rub your temple, massage through your hair, then whisper the sweetest melodic poems in your ear. Cause it was sad with the air But the smile in your lips and heart is my only care So smile Until your face hurts No trust believe that i work at this until it works I'll even work overtime So you'll overstand how much I want you As mine I'm speaking my thoughts And my truths on the way you make me feel. Imagine me how wonderful this is real. How I will feel. Can't explain it. It's the way you make me feel. And I never want this feeling to leave. I want you to never take it away from me. If I gotta forever be by your side. To sign me up for eternity. Cause when I say I I want thee. I want to be the love of God. when I want more for me? This is the way you make me feel, and that's the greatest feeling that can be. That's my thought.
0: Very nice, Romeo. I can see uh, why you call yourself Romeo.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, so, uh, tell me, uh, you you do poetry in uh, in Cincinnati? Are there any? Uh, any spots that you uh, go to on a regular basis that you can recommend, uh, readings or anything like that?
2: We have a spot, actually, tonight uh, at the Greenwich. It's, um, it's called the Legendary Greenwich in Cincinnati. That's on Sunday nights, um, almost every Sunday. We have a maybe a few other spots in the city that opens and closes every now and then for the season. But at the moment right now, the Greenwich is, is the place where we got good, good readings. But overall in the city, I think there's a few spots I haven't had a chance to venture out to yet.
0: Uh, the Greenwich, uh, what time is that, uh, local time?
2: Local time,
0: 7.30. I suppose I didn't need to say local time uh, uh, because anyone who's already time. <laughs> In Venice in Greenwich in Cincinnati Cincinnati's already gonna know what local time is. Uh probably yeah, no yeah, one's gonna fly in Probably tonight, no one's gonna fly in tonight and get get thrown off, you know. Uh that's cool. Is it in is it an open reading that anyone can uh, can participate in?
2: Yes it is. Tonight we have a feature featuring a new she's a poet, um, out of Cincinnati. Uh, she's having a feature. Actually tonight is also pajamas and poetry, so telling people to come out in there flyest, pajama wear, and hottest poetry. And uh, it's a cash prize giveaway tonight. Featuring a new... She's a talented poet in the area.
0: Cash prize, how do you win? Is it like a slam kind of thing going on? No,
2: no, not a slam. Um, Not a slam competition. Uh, It's actually the first time I've heard about it. But um, the description on Facebook said they're giving a cash prize for... The hottest poetry and the hottest pajamas. So I don't know if it's separate together. <laughs>
0: N- hottest pajamas, I may just fly in for this. Uh <laughs> That sounds pretty cool. Um is it is it can can people find any more of your work online anywhere?
2: I recently just got back on Facebook under Romeo D. Apostrophe N A T I which is Dunati. Mm-hmm. And I guess I had had a YouTube channel made maybe a month and a half ago and I have a video of one of my poetry and I have a uh, snippet of a feature I had in the city. Actually I had that at the legendary Greenwich. Um that's under Mr. Romeo DiNetti. One name, no dot.
0: D N A T I? M R Romeo D N A T I. I'm just typing it in the chat room. Now, in D- case anyone wants, D- to.
2: Romeo D N A T I.
0: Yeah, that's what I got. Okay.
2: Cool. Well, Romeo, I really appreciate
0: you calling in. Um, I hope the reading is is good tonight. If there's some good pajamas out there, take photos and send them to us. And <laughs> uh, and uh, enjoy local time in Cincinnati.
2: Okay, I'm gonna fall back. this the rest of the show.
0: All right. Cool. Take it easy. That was uh, Romeo Donati calling from. Cincinnati, Ohio, where local time is, whatever local time is, I have no idea. I just know it's coming up on 2.30 local time here in Southern California. Uh, so uh, if you'd like to call in, and I hope you I hope you call in. Um, we've got about a half an hour left in the show. Uh, we've got time for you to call in and share your work. The number is 646-716-7362. You can Skype in as well uh, if you got a good microphone on your computer, a good Internet connection. Uh, uh, the sound quality is actually a little bit better on Skype. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like you're talking on the phone, which is I mean, which is cool. It kind of sounds like you're talking on a microphone in the studio almost. Kind of. A little bit. So uh, there you go. If you'd like to uh, read a poem, we'd love to have you. If you would like to uh, talk about a reading that you've got going on coming up soon, an open reading that other people can participate in, a featured reading, a regular series you do you want to promote, Maybe, you, uh, maybe you've got a new book out. Maybe you want to tell people about your website. All of that is welcome here on Poetry Superhighway Live. The overall mission of the Poetry Superhighway is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. So uh, that's what we're open to here. Uh, moving on to a caller from the 902 area code. Hi.
5: Hi, Rick. It's Brenda Tate from Nova Scotia. Hi, Brenda. How nice are you? i to talk to you. I'm very well. I had missed out on the um, phone call during the announcement of the competition a couple of weeks ago. So I thought, well, I better call in now. And um, I have my poem that uh, placed second in the contest. So I thought, well, I might read that. And I have a new book out.
0: That's fantastic. Congratulations again. I, I was so uh, thrilled. And I, I think it's such an achievement, as I mentioned on the show last month. Thank um, you that you have placed in the contest several times uh, with with completely different sets of judges each time. Uh, it's, Thank it's, you. It's, you know, I mean, your, your work clearly has a quality that appeals to a lot of different different people. Uh, so congratulations again. Well done.
5: I appreciate that so much.
0: So let's hear Anyone? the
5: play. All right. The poem is called Bargain. And it was um, actually inspired by a story um, about a year ago where uh, a very small fragment of bone was discovered on um, an island called, I think, Nikumaruro. It's um, very remote in the Pacific, South Pacific. And there was speculation that it might actually have been a fragment of a finger bone from Amelia Earhart because it was in an area where they had earlier found other artifacts there and I just thought, oh that's really fascinating I've not heard since whether in fact it was uh, Amelia's finger bone, but um, anyway, I wrote the poem kind of as she was lying there on the beach imagining that she was in fact, you know, dying and uh, so these are her thoughts and she's sort of drifting in and out of of awareness Um, there are a couple of words in the poem one of them is Weka, W-E-K-A And that's a bird, and it's a flightless bird. It's like a rail. It's called a rail. And it's a New Zealand bird, and I thought, well, she probably, since she flew through that area, might have heard of these birds with no flight. And the other word that comes in is Electra, and that was actually the the plane that she flew was an Electra plane. And it's also a mythological name, so those kind of figure into it. So anyway, I'll read it. It's called Bargain, and it opens with a quotation from Amelia Earhart herself. And she says, I have a feeling that there is just about one more good flight left in my system, and I hope this trip is it. And she said that actually just before she flew off into nowhere and was never seen again. There is no more flight left, not even a drowning. I have prayed to follow the albatross, who never lands on Earth, but passes alone in the washed currents where not even God bothers to look. But I'm no albatross, merely a Weka, cursed with uneasy pins that fail to rise. The sun has set at noon, an illusion without mercy. We starve for lack of time, but this is our inheritance, from wet babies to wrecks in steel bed frames. A white gull swoops low, "'stretches like a scythe. "'His round eyes glimmer. "'Perhaps they reflect "'this twisted scarf of a woman, "'pale with thirst and sand. "'His wings won't carry me "'when I am finished here. "'My sad companion "'has faded among the tree shadows. "'Yesterday, I think, "'perhaps before, "'he left his water jar "'beside the fire circle "'where matches and stories "'flared for a while.' then sputtered out. The last light is gone now. I have no watch, no hours tied around my hair like bandages. The bird and I both understand there is small distinction between this moment and the next one, that it is no different to have died this morning or ten thousand years ago. There is the same unknowing The same empty brain case that rolls around the beach until it stops with eye holes fixed on nothing much. Just endless turquoise I don't see anymore and a smoke smudge hanging on the curve of the world. The gull laughs with accidental cruelty. A toothpaste dollop drops at my right elbow. Night of the guano, my mother. Great title for my book if I live to write one. But that might be hard, as I have broken two fingers. They'll detach themselves in the endless winds that clean all corpses here. Fish, seals, rays, turtles. Me too, I suppose. I want to be buried whole, but there's this new matter of phalanxes marching over the dunes. An albatross wouldn't care about that. My white bird might. He could pick me to pieces, bit by bit. He's probably carnivorous. We all are, under the sweet milk of our skins. Anyone, you, me, would steal a finger when nobody's watching, except God, who keeps his distance as I sleep. Tomorrow, I will surprise him, awaken as Electra, maimed and gorgeous, stroll past tide pools, where my teeth shine in mirrors down to the sea. Our of the white bird crowned with foam. But Lord let me keep my hands leave me easier to reassemble. Hmm. And that was well, Amelia. Well, Thank well you done.
0: Very much. Thank uh, well you. done, Brenda. Um kudos to you um again for, for placing yet again in the contest. Uh oh, and, I'm just uh,
5: delighted and I'm so actually so uh impressed by your own commitment. It's amazing what you do for poets and poetry. It's, it would have been dying art I think if it weren't for individuals who encourage the writing of poetry. And you're certainly one of them. You're a very major force in poetry. So, kudos to you as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much.
5: Um, So, you said you had a new book? Yes, I do. Um, It is called Wing Flash, all in one word. And it is published by a new small press called the Pink Petticoat Press, which says, as a subtitle, Not Your Grandmother's Poetry. Um, Mm -hmm. There have been three books released so far by this small press, For two of the poems that are in this book, I had um, um, two Pushcart nominations, so I was really thrilled to get those. And there's a third poem also in this book, which was nominated for a Pushcart Award by another press earlier. So um, most of them are fairly recent, a couple are not. In fact, one of the Pushcart nominations is a really old poem that I wrote when I lost a cat back in 2004, so it's been around a while But um, I'm really quite excited. It was just um, actually released on the evening of Memorial Day, which is Remembrance Day here, because it's dedicated to the memory of my father, who uh, served in World War II. He was in the Navy, and so I thought it would be appropriate to release it on that particular day, which I did. So I'm really pleased to announce that. There is a website you can go to, and it's just... Um, all in one word the pink petticoat press and then dot Yola Site y-o-l-a-s-i-t-e dot com so if you if you just I suppose google the pink petticoat press you would get to it and the three books that are um, all released recently are all on there and um, they're all available to order they're not terribly expensive and I'm really Pleased to be in the company of the other two. One of the other uh, writers is Carla Martin Wood, who's written a lot of really good work. And uh, the second one is Margot Brown. This is her first book. So she's very excited to have that released as well. So hopefully people will come and take a look. And uh, if they're interested in our work, maybe take a chance, order something, read it, enjoy it.
0: Let's hope they do. Um, I did type the address to the press in the uh, chat room in case anyone's in there. They can check out the website and there's other books oh. as, as well.
5: Um, oh, and you're, you're,
0: you have your own website, is uh, brendatate.com, is that right?
5: Yes, it is. And And the book is actually listed on my front page there too, although I've tried and tried to get the cover photo to load and it doesn't seem to want to load there. I'm not sure why, but there is a link to it and there's also a link to the pink petticoat press there as well. So uh it's it's on my main page on my website, yes. And I'm on Facebook, so if anyone pipes me in and looks for Brenda Tate, they'll probably find some link somewhere to that. I have a poetry page on Facebook. Under cool. Brenda Levy Tate. Mm-hmm. Well, going um, well.
0: That's great to hear. Um and you've officially made today's show an international edition, uh, being from Canada and all. So we appreciate that that as well. Grandma, uh, well, I'm, I'm so glad.
3: You,
0: I'm so glad you had the chance to call in and, and read uh, your your poem, which took second place in this year's contest. Um, congratulations again uh, for that and for your new book and and uh, I hope someday you can get the image to load on your website.
5: Well, I hope I can, but it's certainly there on Facebook and it's also there on the um, homepage for the press and it's my own photography as well. So it's a hummingbird, which is about um, well, Wing Flash, the title the poem is, a, is sort of about a hummingbird, so uh, it's it's there.
0: Oh, you know, when I'm actually at your site right now, and I do see the cover image with the hum- hummingbird. Oh, really? So, so perhaps there is. Oh, there's, it came out. Uh,
5: okay, wonderful. Good. Yeah, like, that's uh, the Wing Flash, and actually, the poem, the title poem, is called "Photographing a Hummingbird," because I spend a lot of time doing that. I'm a bit obsessive hmm. about it, so it, it inspires me to write quite a bit of poetry. There are quite a few poems in this book about birds and wings and feathers and whatever, including of course Bargain which has the white bird in it. Right. I'm not sure what that great. means well, in terms of my life. Uh
0: well I wouldn't say it's for the birds or anything, but
5: uh <laughs> Well I don't know. There are days.
0: <laughs> um cool. Well again great to hear your voice and and uh we'll, we'll hope you can call in again and and, and thanks so much for being a regular participant in Poetry Superhighway stuff,
5: I always love it. I wouldn't miss it.
0: All right, take it easy, Brenda.
5: I will, and thank you so much. Bye for now.
0: You're welcome. Bye. It was uh, Brenda Levy Tate from Nova Scotia, Canada? She, uh, as mentioned, took second place in this year's contest. Uh, wasn't able to call in last month during the show, and I'm I'm pleased she was able to call in. Uh, this time, quite an achievement. I, I just can't get over this. this. This woman has entered our contest a number of times, and each time has won or has, has scored in the top three scoring positions, which is which are the three winning spots. Completely different sets of judges uh, from different parts of the world who don't know each other. Um, it, it's just quite an achievement. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have about 20 minutes left in the show, plenty of open lines. Uh, Plenty of space for you to share your poem and talk about what's going on in your poetic world. Please call in. The number is 646-716-7362. Happy to hear what you have to say. Uh, Moving along now to a caller from the 614 area code. Hello.
3: Rick, how are you doing today?
0: I'm good, thanks.
3: How are you? Good, good. I'm excellent. Hey, yeah, this myself? is Vincent Ivory. This is Vincent oh, Ivory from uh, uh, Westerville, Ohio, a suburb of Columbus.
0: Well, our second caller from Ohio.
3: Yeah, yeah, I uh, listened to the other gentleman. Uh, I think his name was Romeo. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Cool. Good deal. How, how have you been?
0: I've been good. Um, Very busy. Uh 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 doing the work of, of poetry and, and other things, um but but generally good.
3: Good. Uh, good. Glad to hear. You? I no complaints whatsoever. Uh keeping busy writing and uh doing some other things. So um gonna do a reading from uh my most recent book.
0: Cool, let's hear it.
3: Alright. Um I kind of prefaced it a little bit so I Got a book of poetry that's inspired by the characters of marvel comics so i'll uh read it and then uh let you figure out who it is and uh the the name of the the poem is what makes my favorite color green all right what makes my favorite color green the purple pants the frightening scene the tree trunk arms the massive chest Of 1,000 pounds of muscular flesh The mighty leaps, the thunderclap The whole street shakes as his foot taps To the green-skinned one, all tanks are toys As he separates the men from all the boys Bench-pressing buildings just for fun On his weakest day lifting 100 tons And to his strength there is no end To those who dare get under his skin For any true fan already knows How anger causes his strength to grow the matter the, lo- the stronger, the beatings last longer, making villains and foes disperse. Beating back, yes, whole armies with skill so alarming, it appears the beatdown is rehearsed. And when they are defeated, he stands undefeated, leaving enemies to do nothing but sulk. He bids them goodbye, this beating brought to you by the ever loving, incredible Hulk.
0: Well, I, I thought there was going to be a quiz at the end there, uh, where, where we're going to have to try to guess, uh, you know, the green skin, uh, early on in the poem, I think gave it away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the then, green skin the purple
3: the... pants gave it away, you know, so they're all kind of set up like that. And some of them, you don't got, you don't have the name in, but, uh, that one, that's, uh, the Hulk is my favorite, uh, favorite comic book character. So I figured I'd read that one first. And, uh, and uh kind of give him some tribute there but uh i really uh really like comics and um um so that whole book is uh kind of uh, is dedicated uh, along that genre i haven't seen anything done like it so it's uh i believe it's pretty original
0: yeah so i mean the other the other piece in the in the piece that that gave it away for me was uh you know the anger making the strength grow and i'm i'm you know yeah. called called back to the uh the uh, '70s TV show with uh, Bill Bixby, who uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, the famous the famous line in the you know that appeared at every opening credits. You know, don't make me angry.
3: You wouldn't yeah, like Mr. me when McCain. I'm angry. Right. <laughs> don't make me angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like angry. me when I'm angry. Yeah. So what's yeah, it, say
0: your whole book is is uh, poems like that of uh, superhero tributes?
3: Correct. Yeah, yeah, there's uh there it's all about superheroes. Uh so it's uh the site uh you can go to is w com. And uh you can uh there's some uh samples and everything on there. Uh you can order it from Am- on Amazon or uh from myself as well. So, but yeah, the it's www.fanmailpoetry.com.
0: Oh, cool, and that's that—that's your site, your your book. That the whole thing yeah. is for you. Yep. That's not a very nice. Yep. Um What else? What other heroes? You is it? It's all Marvel. No, no DC comic.
3: Uh, yeah, it's all Marvel. No DC in there. The, didn't didn't do DC yet. I'm looking. That's volume one. Uh, it's it's uh, the name of the book is Fanmail. Poetry inspired by the characters Marvel Comics So it's volume one So I may do I'm going to do other volumes as well Because there's so many characters And I may eventually get around to DC But I'm really sticking with Marvel First and foremost But uh, inside the book um, Just so to give you a rundown um, Of the other characters They got Bullseye Magneto um, um, Captain America Galacticus is in there as well Um even uh I even wrote one called to be the hero, and it's about Aunt May and Uncle Ben, and it just talks about how heroes wouldn't be able to be heroes without the Aunt Mays and the uncle Bens so uh that was pretty cool as well and uh it's like as uh silver surfers in there, the Punishers in there as well um, man we we uh we hit probably about Wolverines in there uh also another one of my uh one of my favorites, so he's in the uh, in the book as well. And uh, who else? Let's see. Cyclops, Storm is in there. Spider Man is in there as well. And uh, Bullseye, yeah, Bullseye's in there.
0: That's so cool. Um, well, it's uh, themed books are a particular interest uh, to me because I find them. Uh uh, you know, so much e- for, I mean, d- d- besides the work of, of doing the writing, the, for for me, they're easier to put together. All of my books, yeah. most of them, I should say, are themed in some way. Um, Correct. Yeah, which, that's, which, is, which is, Go I'm ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I, I like travel a lot, and so you know, there's a a book of poems I wrote, you know, over the course of a week in Montreal, or, or you know, okay. that kind of thing. You know, um, the kind of observational, humorous. Poetry um, and then I have this huge volume of work um not related you know to any particular theme or traveling, which i've just never published uh, because
6: gotcha. to me gotcha. to
0: me it's such a daunting task to figure out how to put together you know a, a quote real manuscript of poetry you know not yeah. w- without this theme so i've I've really in all of my books uh have t- have strayed towards putting these theme books out so but but what yeah. a cool theme you've got, what a cool theme
3: yeah yeah it actually is pretty interesting how I actually came up on it um but i i really was i was i read i came across an article in two thousand four in the u s a today and it said take pay attention, boys are struggling academically and it and I really liked writing since I was young and uh c- kind of made me kind of angry and I was like what's a way to get young boys to read and to write and so I did could, c- didn't couldn't come up with anything and I was watching Spider man two one day with my son on d v d and kind of got inspired at the end of the movie to, and I when I went and wrote um, to be the hero, which is the one about Spider Man, and I wrote that one. So that was the first one. Then I wrote another one. Then I came up with the whole book that way. And really, the goal of it was really to inspire young boys to actually read and write. And in the book itself, it has some blank pages in the end that allow you to write your own poetry. And when you order it, you get the print version, but you also there's an electronic version and an animated version as well. So it's kind of like getting three books in one, really, so it's it's uh you know I think it's a pretty good concept, and uh go from there
0: you know what's what's particularly cool about it um uh, besides everything that you just described is that um it really has the potential to engage an audience of young people with poetry who might not take a look at poetry otherwise, because there's a lot of that's
3: and that's what that's what the yeah. goal. Yeah, that was exactly the goal because it's like that. And I wrote that. that that's included in the, on the back of the book. It's like poetry, you know, especially young men. You know, sometimes it's written for girls as well. So, you know, we threw storm in there. We could have got got a couple of others, but you know, this uh, poetry. I don't know about it, but then poetry about comic book characters. You know, they'd be like, okay, that's kind of cool. So that was was the goal to really attract them. Plus, I love comic book characters anyway, so that was part of the goal. So you're picking up on all the things that uh, that I was really shooting for. <laughs> so that's kind of cool.
0: Well, that's because I'm a genius.
3: <laughs> that's because you're a genius, Rick. <laughs> I hear you.
0: No, um, not really. Um, but um, but cool. Yeah, that's great. I think it's a great project, and um, and I and I hope you get a lot of attention from it, and I hope in particular. That um, that it does expose people to poetry who might not have checked it out, uh, checked out poetry in general. As a result, because of the, uh, you know, their attraction to the genre that you've uh, that you've chosen.
3: Yeah, cool, cool. All right, well, I appreciate you. Appreciate what you're appreciate what you're doing, and keep doing it because it's uh, it's just a great outlet that everybody. I mean, that lady just called from Nova Scotia. I mean, so it's people calling from all over. So keep doing what you're doing, man. It's it's. I told some other people about it another girl I know that writes, so just uh, we, we really appreciate you, so thanks.
0: My pleasure, Vincent. Thanks for calling in.
3: Hey, no problem, Rick. Have a great day.
0: You too. That was uh, Vincent calling from uh, just outside of Columbus, Ohio, talking about his book, Fan Mail, Poetry Inspired by the Characters of Marvel, Marvel Comics. Uh, cool idea. You can check it out at fanmailpoetry.com I posted that link in the chat room. I also posted a link directly to the book on Amazon as well if you uh if you want to check it out. All right, moving right along. A uh, caller from the 807 area code. I believe this is uh, uh Robbie?
6: Yep. Can you hear me? Hey
0: Robbie, where where are you calling from?
6: Uh, I'm calling from Ontario in Canada.
0: Oh, okay. Canada and Ohio are taken over. mm
6: mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> That's what it looks uh,
0: where, like. Where 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 in Ontario?
6: uh northwestern ontario it's uh so in uh, thunder bay
0: <laughs> okay yeah i, w- I mean ontario is a big place i suppose it's like saying oh uh yeah you're yeah. in america do you know billy i mean you know but I, yeah. I, <laughs> I my wife and i were just in toronto last summer which is in ontario but uh mm-hmm. whatever so uh what, what, what let's hear your poem
6: okay it's called uh, a poetic prayer uh it's something i wrote uh it, uh, it's kind of inspired by my other poetry cuz lately i've been finding that my poetry has been has count, sounded kind of like a prayer uh in the broad, in the broadest sense of course not like any prayer of any denomination but kind of a a prayer for people uh for what they would want or what they would desire and and so this is one that's like that and so i'm going to read it now it's set to Chil- to uh children of dune on the dune messiah soundtrack by um Brian Tyler, and there's five se- uh, five seconds of silence when the poem starts, and you'll see why. So, here we go. There is so much said in the spaces of silence, quiet revelries filled with breaths of love's eternity. And in these moments, I think of thee, offering a prayer in form of poetry for your times of woe. In these silent spaces, I compose couplets that converse of love's sanctity, transmitting them through recitation, recitation that is carried through art's ether to perceive by your mind's essence, hearing the words that I compose for the healing of thee. I compose a prayer poetic, so thou may knowest the joys of a fulfilled and happy life gone beyond all toil and strife, no longer to feel the cruel edge of misfortune's knife, In the silence of that eternal moment, I compose in epithets of loving verse the words of love that the universe converses with me, and I give form to these words upon my spirit's parchment in form of most reverent and sweetly eludicated poetry. I cannot capture the depth of it, the cosmic scope of meaning that these words wish to convey, but I allay not one moment in the scribing of them, As with my soul's quill, I quiver in trembling heartbeats to attempt to capture in poetry's verse the power of the love that in my soul I nurse for thee. For thou hast captured my heart unto moments of love's eternal sanctity, my heart never to know the rest of complacency. As my heart beats ever rapidly for you inside my chest. In that single moment of silence, I eludicate more sound of love's deafening symphony I capture it not like fly in amber, but rather I give it warmth with my poetic form, as swarms of rhyming verbiage swim upon my parchment's page, and I continue feverishly to arrange these verses in form of poetic prayer for thee, the soul that continues to with hestious warmth my heart imbue. So I ask of thee, with all my tenderness and care, to take these words that I offer to thee, a prayer for soul. For thy soul, in form of poetic prayer, and know that it is with my most fervent hope and desire that with this prayer, in form of poetic verse, that your soul, with my words, I hope to nurse, so that your trinity of body, mind, and soul, that they will never again know despair. And that is a poetic prayer, quite literally.
0: Very nice, Robbie. Uh, I, I especially appreciate how you kind of made it a multimedia presentation, uh, starting with the silence at the beginning and, and, and uh, you're the first person who's brought their own music to a call-in show, or to this call-in show at any rate. Mm. So, uh, very nice. Thank Glad to hear it.
6: Something I've been become known for on uh, BTR, I, I frequent the uh, a lot of the poetry shows uh, whenever I can. I'm, I'm on pretty much every day and yeah, it's become something i've become kind of famous and known for to do multimedia kind of a stuff kind of stuff although sometimes i do it without music now just to just change things up just so people don't get too used to it and sometimes some poems i think ask for just you know just the words themselves but but i do enjoy multimedia stuff and i've done poetry live with drums and all that too so
0: so cool. i have like well, I've
6: only got a, with
0: it. I've only got a few minutes left in the show, so do you have a do you have a website or something that uh, people can go to if they want to check out more work?
6: Yeah. Uh I'm at Creative Thinkers International. Cr creative, creative Thinkers I N T L N I N G dot com. Uh that's where you can find the majority of my work. Uh, and I can be found with my darker works at wordmachines.com under Robert M. Uh also I'm at YouTube under Musica Roberto and there you can see the uh a video that I did uh with music by DJ Enhancer who used to be here on Blog Talk and uh, Nyla Nila from from Speakeasy Cafe, uh, a picture of her. And if you go to Robbie Baby comma, Marionette you'll see a video that somebody produced of my based on my poetry. Uh Mr Deman is his name and he and he's that machinist as well and so he made a he made something a video for me where he's reciting my poetry and he has the video to it, so some, uh, it's a really good video.
0: <laughs> Great. Well, the congratulations on all that. I really appreciate that you uh, called in today. I um, enjoyed it, and I hope you call in again. Thanks. All right, Bye-bye. take it easy. That that was uh, Robbie calling from uh, Ontario, Canada, with a multimedia presentation. We've only got a couple minutes uh, left, but I do have one caller left from the 818, and if you've got something really short, um, we could probably fit it in. Uh, who's there? Oh,
4: no way. It's like Probably seven minutes long.
0: That's not going to happen. <laughs> is this Beth?
4: No, no. Um, my name's Ruby, and um, sometimes oh, Ruby. I come to I visit the Cobalt Cafe and you know just check out what's happening over there.
0: Cool, Ruby. You, you got something super short you can share? Well, you know.
4: <laughs> no, no. This is my first time. I was just. You know, just calling in. Uh, if I can't read, I'll just say hi. It's really cool to, you know, hear poets on the air.
0: Isn't it? Um, do you Do you have a? Well, I I don't want this to be a waste. I've I've got a, a good ninety seconds. I can I can get something out of you. Do you Do you have a um, a website or something that people could check out? I don't.
4: I'd rather hear you read
0: for thirty seconds. <laughs> well. uh gosh um it's not about me you know <laughs> on this particular show but uh i am reading um i've got a couple readings coming up maybe maybe you'll come to those uh uh rubia actually uh let me see here looking uh looking at the calendar um, uh i'm reading in Sunland, tahunga uh oh, next really sunday next sunday next next sunday at tahunga bolton hall um uh, Bolton Hall Museum. Uh um I'm the featured reader there. I gosh, I don't see the time listed. That's kinda dumb. Uh so maybe just hang out there all day. <laughs> and um What's and the next uh part? Oh there it is. I'm sorry, it's at four thirty, four thirty PM <laughs> at the Bolton Hall Museum in Tahunga. Are you satisfied now?
4: Yes I am.
0: Cool, well Ruby, thanks for calling in. I'm sorry we didn't have time to hear your piece. Maybe you'll call in earlier next time and we'll get to it.
6: Of course.
0: All right. Well, maybe and maybe I'll see you Tuesday at the Cobalt. Yes, you will. Cool. Looking forward to it. That was Ruby calling from uh uh right here in Southern California with a 7-minute piece when we only had 2 minutes left in the show. Say lovey. Uh thanks everyone for calling in. That was uh David from Newark, New Jersey, uh Marie from LA. Romeo from Cincinnati, Brenda Tate from Nova Scotia, Canada, Vincent from Ohio, uh, Robbie from Ontario, Canada, and of course Ruby, just for calling in uh, from Southern California. Uh, there you go. Our next show is going to be Sunday, December 11th at 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, call in early. Um, if you call in early in the show, you're definitely going to get on. If you call in late, you might not. Um, thanks so much to everyone for listening. Check us out online at poetrysuperhighway.com. And have a lovely rest of your day.